Welcome to Seeking Alpha's Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is August 27th. I'm Pim Fox. Coming up, our top stories include Fed Chair Jerome Powell dials into Jackson Hole, Wyoming. The Supreme Court tosses out the pandemic-related federal moratorium on residential evictions. And get ready to pay more, chip prices are going up. Those stories and more, but first, let's get you caught up on markets. Equity futures are modestly higher, along with oil and gold, while the yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasury is unchanged at 1.347%. Dow, S&P, and NASDAQ futures are up three-tenths of a percent. Brent crude futures are climbing more than one percent as investors await remarks by Fed Chair Jerome Powell from the Jackson Hole Symposium. Chair Powell's speech is scheduled to begin at 10 a.m. Eastern and will be streamed live. In Europe, the stock's Europe 600 is relatively flat. Now our top stories. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell takes the virtual stage at 10 a.m. Eastern today, and investors will be eager for any news about the central bank's timetable for reducing asset purchases. A divergence of opinions among FOMC members was revealed in the Fed's July meeting minutes, with most officials preparing to reduce the $120 billion a month asset purchases, though several thought the move should wait until 2022 as opposed to this year. Powell has said the central bank is, quote, a ways off from meeting the threshold for tapering. Three of the Fed's leading hawks, Dallas Fed President Robert Kaplan, St. Louis Fed Chair James Bullard, and Kansas City Fed's Esther George conveyed a common message. Policymakers should begin tapering sooner rather than later, even as the Delta variant spread threatens to impede the economic recovery. None of the trio are currently voting members of the Federal Open Market Committee, but that will change next year for George and Bullard. In addition, there might be some commentary on interest rates, inflation, and the economic outlook. The Supreme Court lifted the latest federal ban on evictions during the pandemic, a legal blow against a moratorium the Biden administration imposed this month despite questions about its legality. The Supreme Court dissolved the moratorium in a 6-3 vote. The White House said it was disappointed by the Supreme Court's decision and urged states, local governments, landlords, and cabinet agencies to, quote, urgently act to help stop evictions. The eviction moratorium was put in place under the Trump administration during the onset of the pandemic and aimed to shield tenants who missed monthly rent payments from being forced out of their homes. It was originally set to expire on December 31, 2020, but Congress stretched the order until late January, and it was then extended several more times under the Biden administration. Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing, the world's largest maker of semiconductor chips, plans to increase the prices of its most advanced chips by roughly 10%, while less advanced chips used by customers such as automakers will cost about 20% more. That's according to a report in the Wall Street Journal. Apple is one of Taiwan Semiconductor's largest customers. The price increases come in the wake of a global semiconductor shortage that has affected most car makers, including General Motors and Toyota. In the short term, higher prices will push down demand and preserve supply, and longer term, the higher income will help 
Taiwan Semiconductor invest in new capacity. The company has said it plans to spend a total of $100 billion over the next three years on new factories, equipment, and research and development. It is expanding its production capacity in China and has started construction of a $12 billion facility in Arizona. In other news, President Biden's advisors are considering recommending Jerome Powell for a second term as head of the Federal Reserve. China plans to propose new rules that would ban companies with large amounts of sensitive consumer data from going public in the United States. That's according to the Wall Street Journal. And Apple will let app developers alert users to other payment methods. The tech giant announced changes to its App Store regulations that will allow software developers to tell customers about other ways to pay for services outside of the Apple ecosystem. The move is part of a proposed settlement of a class action lawsuit. Apple will also create a $100 million fund to pay the developers. A judge's decision in a higher-profile case with Epic Games, a leading video game maker, is still pending. Axel Springer agreed to buy Washington, D.C.-based publisher Politico, expanding the German publisher's portfolio of U.S.-based media holdings. Peloton Interactive slumped in late trading after the fitness company warned that a price cut would hurt its bottom line and that it found a problem with the way it accounts for inventory. The shares fell about 7%. Big Lot shares are currently down nearly 6% on a Q2 earnings miss. Altria is lifting its dividend 5% to $0.90 a share. That puts the yield at around 7.4%. HP and Dell Technologies said demand for computers are outpacing their ability to satisfy customer orders. Hibbit Sports is up 5% in pre-market trading after reporting strong results. Ford is cutting F-150 pickup production because of a chip shortage. Lordstown Motors said Daniel Ninivagi, a longtime automotive industry executive and one-time lieutenant to billionaire Carl Icahn, has joined the electric truck startup as chief executive. Forbes plans to go public in a SPAC deal. The business publication, owned by Integrated Whale Media and the Forbes family, said it had reached an agreement to merge with Magnum Opus Acquisition, a publicly traded blank check firm, for $630 million. Jobless claims are at a new pandemic low. At 6.20 a.m., Dow futures are up three-tenths of a percent, as are S&P futures. NASDAQ futures are higher by four-tenths of a percent. Crude is up more than one-and-a-half percent at $68.51 a barrel. Gold is higher by a tenth of a percent. And Bitcoin is gaining more than a percent at $47,000. The yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasury is 1.34%. On the calendar, the Commerce Department is due to release consumer spending data for July. Consensus estimates are for both incomes and spending to rise about a half a percent month over month. Thanks for downloading this Wall Street Breakfast podcast. I'm Pim Fox. If you have questions, comments, or ideas to make the podcast more relevant, please do so below. Your feedback is greatly appreciated. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best investment analysis and news on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Behind the Idea, Essay for FAs, Let's Talk ETFs, the Cannabis Investing Podcast, and Marketplace Roundtable on those platforms as well. Have a great day.